It's time to get off stage with Hellboy Dr. Daddy and Sexy Sam behind the wheel. But who the hell are we? Well, first of all, get off stage. It feels like the show's over and you're telling people <laughs> to get the fuck off the stage. Good Is point. that what we're doing? I don't know. We're, I think we're hopefully catching people. It's time to get <laughs> on stage <laughs> yeah, with, with off stage. <laughs> By the way, I see uh, Sammy and I dressed up again. Like, yeah, you do. <laughs> like high school frat guys. I'm in my sweats today and T-shirt. That's as well, good you're as riding your bike in, motorcycle, yeah. your bike in, and you got to be comfortable and safe. Absolutely. You don't want to be in shorts. And, and you still top. got, like, you're I going know, to a meeting here. Sport you got code. a meeting after this? I had a meeting before it. You know, uh, rumor around town is the company I work for with my other show five days a week has been acquired. And until really? we know everything, you know, I wear a sport coat. I told you every day to the studio. Anyway, Facebook got acquired. Facebook got acquired. Google got acquired. <laughs> it's now called Apple? Alphabet. Al- yeah. Apple got acquired. That's awesome. It's uh, no Playboy, as right. you guys know. And to prepare, it's I love love doing my show with my bride five days a week over there and talking about relationships. That's really cute, my bride. A bride, baby. Yes. <laughs> well, I don't, I don't know. I just I still see Holly as my bride. I still That's see cool. her as as the woman that uh, I'm blessed. I was lucky to meet her. I was smart enough to find a way to keep her, and I don't have to use drugs and alcohol anymore. Oh, you know, now she stays on her own. Okay. She does. So that's... I look at matchmaking through friends, and it unfortunately tells you what your friend's wife thinks of you. <laughs> <laughs> because back in my twenties, my friends, girlfriends, and wives would say, and I'm like, how the fuck is this even a possibility? Right. You know. So <laughs> because you... how I, I look. Everybody wants to send me up with a stripper or a biker chick or something because like that. Because you're big. And tattoos tatted. and all that stuff. The but, shaved head. Yeah. You were like Brian Bosworth, though, before when you did have hair. You had a really bad blonde mullet going you're on. You're better looking. Yeah, oh, you did have the Boz oh, mullet. Tom yeah. Rob, Check him out on Facebook, seriously. I'll, wow. I'll show you the photo. It's yeah. scary. It's I got to see this one. Um, but you were getting set up. Now, when you met Tom. I've even had clients set me up, which then well, that's it's hard very because, awkward yeah. and if it doesn't work out which it normally does not right. by the way ever and if it does work out then you've got a lot of experience with all the traveling you did you're in a committed relationship now with all the traveling you did though I loved how you did not unlike most guys um, sadly married or single would try to have a woman in each port so to speak right. I know you had somebody that you enjoyed spending time with I think it was in Russia yep. but yep. other than that how did you keep it where you're on the road. What's you have... the phrase serial monogamy? I, that's yeah. just kind of my thing. And, and Sam was talking about how he stays focused. And for right. me, the last thing I can do as a bodyguard is get in a hotel late at night, put my guys to sleep, and start looking for something. It right. just takes my mind off everything. And you, you just can't concentrate. Oh, I can't. So for me, it's You're just, professional. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, Red Tube is, serves its purpose. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Which is owned by the company that, that runs uh, my division of Playboy, by the way. Oh, well, when you're, when, you're, when you're single and you tour, right. you, you can meet people, and, and it's almost like you meet them, and they'll either come visit you or you pick some other True. city when you have free time. But it's almost kind of like that really cheesy James Bond thing. He's like, I'm, I'm really busy saving the world, but right. I can meet you in Russia in two weeks <laughs> two or, weeks. or in Milan funny. or Venice, and it comes off cool. Yeah, have Absolutely you? Not. What was like the biggest bullet you dodged on the road as far as setups go, or with other uh, people when you were single? Oh, dude. So oh, this is a bad one. <laughs> this is going to eliminate a lot of friends. But <laughs> when I was single, I had a week off with a, a client, and he literally said, 
we're going to Miami. We're meeting Dennis Rodman, a bunch of people. Oh, stop yeah, there with yeah, Dennis Rodman. Yeah. 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 So we, you knew it was going to be decadent. And basically, I could fly home, or he said, you could stay with me in Miami, but you're not my bodyguard. You're my friend. We're just going to hang. You're allowed to do whatever, which is a little awkward. So he said, why don't you invite someone? So I in- invited someone for Monday through Wednesday. She said she could come. Then she canceled. Oh. And I made another call, and someone came in from another city Thursday through Sunday. So everything was fine, and, and my client's wife is there, so I have to be real cool. And, sure, respectful. Well, unfortunately, or fortunately, the first girl called and said, great news, I can come. No. Oh, so geez. she showed up on Monday. Out of the blue. No, she told oh, me she, told she was on right, the way, right. and I couldn't just say all of a sudden. So she came from Monday to Wednesday fucking nervous all day Wednesday. How am I going to get her out? Right, the transition. Yeah. Oh, so wow. I didn't come off cool to the, the wife of, of the my client. Sure. But I was also, there was some other stuff going on, and she didn't want to leave. She got sick that night and basically said, I'm going to need to stay one more day. Oh. And she's throwing up. She's taking a shower. She's a, a wreck, and it she had a, like a 10-second window of feeling better. And I said, that's great. Now that you're feeling better, we should probably get you out of here. Yeah. So as I'm taking her down, I had this vision where the cab opened and the other girl came out. out. So I got her in. She left. I wasn't in my room three minutes till the next girl came. And you're single at this point. Too, I know. I, yeah, you're single. Said, so, but I'm bro. not that guy. Trust no, I, me, I'm I know not you, that I guy. I know you well. You're not that guy. So I feel really guilty about it. And, you know, Rodman, of all people, is looking at me like, player? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. He was a little confused by the whole thing. He's like, wasn't that other girl here like four hours ago in the, in the whole thing? So, Damn. yeah, th- that was one of those situations that rarely, rarely happened. Speaking of Metallica, I hear a little rumor that later today, one of the founding members may be calling in. Dave Mustaine? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know him that well, but that'd be awesome. That'd be awesome, wouldn't yeah, it? Yeah, no, yeah. I hear I, I, Little Birdie told me Lars. I know. I'm excited to see if it happens. We'll That's see. I cool. mean, with his schedule, you never know, right? You never know. All right. So caught up a little bit about what Offstage is. Caught in the web. Something we do. Uh, Sexy Sam, I love the way you explain it. Yeah. Uh, Caught in the web is basically every week we go through, everybody goes online, finds all these stories either on Facebook or just by Google searching. Right. We spot the ones that kind of catches everybody's eye and we give you our two cents on this stuff. A lot of the stuff is stuff that mostly clips through the radar, too, right. but we find a way to get to it and make sure that it doesn't get through. It doesn't, yeah, through. It doesn't get Well, Sammy, you brought it up. You got something good for us? Cause, uh... Well, I was just reading today. Bill O'Reilly is going to be suing his ex-wife for $10 million, accusing what? her of cheating. Suing her for $10 million for cheating. Or is he suing her for $10 million of his money that he gave her and he wants back? <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm thinking is going on here. I think they had a divorce, and now he wants $10 million back. He might have found more information that makes him think that they were cheating. He's probably not from he's California. Not from Cali, yeah. No, no, he's That's definitely not from Cal California. State, I think, for him. Yeah. <laughs> so he's... It's in Nassau County. He's suing in Florida. Okay. Yeah. And So is that no fault, or are we just assuming? I'm hoping my wife's not listening. I mean, I'm not going to cheat ever, but, you know, let's say yeah, I slip just... in the wrong hole one night when she gives permission oh. for she and I to be with a woman. It's just 10 million. I don't know you if went... that's cheating. That's just rude, dude. Yeah. yeah it's yeah, happened only, just, seriously yeah, only once, not with her. To secure the desired divorce so that the plaintiff could continue her extramarital affair financed by the plaintiff. 
I think that's what's going on. I think he's oh, suing man. both of them. I rarely agree with him in anything, and I'm, I'm not agreeing with the lawsuit, but I get the intent. Yeah. Who wants to pay for your your, yeah. your ex having a, a relationship? Is that what it kind of comes down to? I get to? the feeling that's what's coming down to. She and the other guy were are profiting and totally living the life off of all of his hard work. All right. At yeah. the same time, he's a dick. So no, yeah, <laughs> exactly. I mean, you got to go. Yeah. I, I'm kind You're of okay with that. It only costs you $10 million. You, Maybe you should walk away from that. Karma's yeah. a bitch. <laughs> Oh my God! The one thing I, you know, we love UFC here, and I don't want to kill it, but he seems to be the topic I always go through. But I saw this thing; it's called uh, dojo storming. What dojo yeah. storming? Dojo so storming. dojo storming is is basic- this something that I, I, I yeah, picture like Karate Kid yeah, yeah, right yeah, now yeah. happening? Seriously, think Transformers with Karate Kid. <laughs> no, <laughs> Michael Bay or someone. Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. There's a lot of Mutant fire. Ninja a Turtles. Lot of fire. Um, basically what it is is someone showing up at a, uh, someone's studio dojo and proving that the instructors are fake. Wow. So wow. It, it, no, it's really cool. Let me tell you why it's interesting. I've always been a guy, about eight years ago, there became a really strange, not strange thing, kind of interesting on YouTube called Stolen Valor. Do you guys know yes. Stolen Valor? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's a similar thing. And, and Can without, you explain Stolen Valor? Yeah, Stolen yeah. Valor basically is people walking around Anywhere from shopping centers to churches, going to funerals, in military well, gear or khakis right. or something, and absolutely 100% are not in the military. But they're looking for the discounts and the benefits. And just the recognition the from the people. Maybe, yeah. And kids look up to them. And, right. And then these young 19, 20 year olds come home missing a leg. And I won't get into the dramatic. Nope. You're right. But it's really something that caught. And it actually, Obama passed a law where. If you if you can prove that you're making money, like some a church is creating a charity for you, or yeah, yeah. you can literally panhandle with a military uniform that's not yours and be arrested because people are donating giving you money. Military. Okay. Yeah. So let's cross over now, and if you Google fake black belt, you'll see a lot of YouTubes of guys coming up. They have studios in some very uh, random city, maybe small town, yeah, and it'll have the worst. Like jujitsu and all that, which is, if you know the Brazilians, it's it's a very, very prideful, mm-hmm. and there's certain terms you can't use, but just like a um, fake restaurants that you know pretend to have Kobe beef or something, they just move yeah. the words around, right? And you can get that type of uh, a, a wording on a sign. So now these guys come in and they're legit white, blue, and black belts, and they call them out, and it doesn't go well, man. It doesn't go well. Because wow. at some point, this becomes a million hits. This guy's studio gets shut down. And now a lot of people, badasses, are walking around going, you you know. And, and let me go by why it's so important. Like the military. Right, right. And, and watch their friends die. Right. And there's some punk that decided to go to a bar and wear something and pretend he's that. Would For you discount? Yeah, yeah. And Well, Again, right, I, got you, I think I got just you. to be cooler than he is. Yeah. So imagine some guy who has spent a black belt in uh, Brazilian oh. jiu-jitsu takes minimum, not minimum, I've heard around 10 years, and you have to go through all these courses. And the bottom line is there's the camaraderie and, and strength in numbers, and you know what your brother has gone through right? and all your friends, and you've sacrificed, including social life we were talking about, Oh yeah. and having oh, none, man. and now some guy can walk into a bar and pretend to be a black belt and so on and so forth. So they're forth. kicking his ass. Yeah, and but it's it's very common now thanks to iPhones and all that. Right. So anyway, you're going to hear about it more often. It happens in my business, by the way, which With is security. why it's, 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, very offensive to me. I know guys pretend to be in military, get uh, hired for that reason, absolutely have no military. And now with Stolen Valor, these guys got to be real careful. So anyway, that's out there. No, you know what? Yeah. Mine is, and maybe it's silly, but, and I was never the biggest Prince fan. The guy did, in a way, revolutionize music. I mean, Purple Rain, the movie. Who the hell thought Madonna would be the one that should give a tribute to Prince? Stevie Wonder, I understand a little bit because of his talent and his legacy. Yeah. But, I mean, Madonna. What you think was her trying to validate herself? I, I absolutely some think. credibility. I absolutely in the rock world. No desire. Tell us what she did. I don't know anything about it. What? it there, all I can tell you is if you saw the Billboard uh, Music Awards, which I didn't, I watched okay. the clips. Sam, did you see any of this? I, I saw the clip you're talking about, and I didn't see the award, though. It, it was just, it was, hey, I'm Madonna, and oh, yeah, I remember Prince, not, hey, this should be Prince here. Unfortunately, due to circumstances we wish we could have helped him with, he's not here. Okay. Yeah. So for me, it was, you know, if it was Paul McCartney up there, or if it was Paul Simon, and not just the Pauls, I'm saying Elton John, or somebody that actually respected, in my opinion, Prince's work. Right, right, right. I would have felt that it was a tribute to Prince. I felt it was Madonna yeah. trying to say, look at me, not. Hey, let's pay attention. Was she f- like faking a cre- uh, a relationship? With, no, like, no, no, just no, the no. singing. No, no, I'm yeah, just saying. Yeah, no, just the singing. I mean, even I think it was Purple Rain. She sang uh, Purple Rain. Oh, she also sang uh, uh, Nothing Compares to You. Wow. I I can see where you're coming from. The only connection I can see between the two is that they were both successful in the same era. The 90s. Yeah, or the early 80s. The early mid 80s. Was it? Wow. Oh, was yeah, that yeah, long ago? Madonna was. Popular? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Material Girl, Like yeah, a Virgin, that. that whole thing was hitting about a year or two after Purple Rain. Because you out. had her revolutionizing, like with music videos and stuff. Remember the Like a Virgin with the white all wedding of, dress? All of it. Oh, you yeah. had Purple Rain come out. and, and uh, Do you guys it, have like Prince moments that kind of resonate with you guys? Uh, I have something in common with Prince. We both slept with Carmen Electra. Okay. Other nice. than that, not much. Yeah. What, uh, I was not aware that he, and again, it's not relevant. To his legacy, I didn't know he was a Jehovah's Witness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh yeah, See, I was unaware of that. I he of all of the musicians that I've ever heard in my entire life is the most secretive, and had the most and probably the most prolific. Right, the stuff that they the numbers of number of songs that they said that he had in his vault was enough to last one album yeah, per year right. until the end of the century. But he didn't release them. He's and they're never going to be released. Wow. There he specifically said these songs are dying with me. Wow. And uh, on a side note, uh, Weird Al Yankovic himself earlier this week, uh, TMZ caught up with him and said, "Have you ever had any uh, uh, parodies from Prince?" And Prince always shot down his ideas for parodies. Really? He, yeah. So he said all of the parodies that I wrote from Prince, I'm they all died with Prince. He was as respectful. Respect, yeah. Like really, there are very few people that I give as much respect to just for being down to earth and human as Weird Al. Right. So He's, Weird Al only did it if the artist approved oh, it? Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Thriller and all those were- I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The one time he got in trouble was with- uh, uh, Like a surgeon? No. no. Uh, that would have been funny. <laughs> yeah. No. It was with uh, Coolio with Gangster's Paradise. Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. Too close. That was good, though. Yeah. The, the it, was, beat. it was really close. Yeah. yeah. With the dreads and all that. Well, Prince showed up, you know, to, to read from the book for me. I would kind of open the door. Oh yeah, Joe, yeah, you come in and, and hey, by the way, I got some cookies. And see that guitar over there? Is there any way you could just do a quick little guitar solo? <laughs> no <I'm> kidding. <laughs> I would let him sit and preach for about two hours as long as he leave with a really nice riff. You know, before nice, nice he riff left. in there. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. I had nothing else caught in the web this week. It, 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 you know, I love reading these stories. You look at what's going on in politics. 
I'm excited to see the uh, general election coming up soon. I think, I think all we're of us have... are at this point. We're so tired of all of the th- mud being thrown within the parties. That the at one point, you stop throwing the mud and realize you've effed yourself so much that you hurt yourself in the general election. I, still, I, I don't know if I told you guys. I still believe, party politics aside, okay, not taking a, a stance here on, on Republican or Democrat, that the Republicans will wait until Hillary has a nomination. They will indict her. And at that point, the Democrats will have her hand the nomination to either Joe Biden, John Kerry, Al Gore, one of those guys, and they'll be the candidate. Because remember, the winner does have the authority to do that. Yeah. And do you want somebody running that is under investigation? I don't think she'll ever go to jail. Again, this is not about a Democrat or Republican or Hillary Clinton, but the Republicans will try to indict her for all the, you know, all the this and that. This is what is expected out of politics though nowadays the only way that teams can win because really that's all it is now politics has become a team sport it's not a matter of what's best for the country it's a matter of what's best for the team so can hillary win if she's indicted if she's being indicted and investigated tr any thought of that i mean if she's under investigation will american will the american public say it's either going to be stalled or it's going to be dropped like the day before the indictment will be it, it all either come out or to kind of slide away. I don't see the Republicans letting it slide away. Yeah, no, I, no, I, I think that everything is going to be dropped right a week before. The election itself? Yeah. 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 yeah, that'd be another time to do it. I I always thought that it would happen right after she's handed the uh, nomination and they say, ha ha, now try to run. But that's a good point. Yeah. If you Cripple wait a week before. right at the very end, yeah. I think. But as a president, you know, if she did win the general election, eh, if she did win oh, the general okay, election yeah. as the president, It'd be tough to, to move forward and indict her, and even then, then who's her vice president? Does she pick a VP that'll take over if? It, th- there's so many ifs going yeah, on. Yeah, there's a lot. I struggle with a lot of it, including you know how everybody outside of the Trump camp, Republican, hated right. him until he got the GOP, right. and then all of a sudden Ryan and everybody else, there's this whole force unity thing. So yeah. I don't know who, who they're fooling or if, if this is— Or who to believe. Or— always been planned it's right. like hate hate trump because maybe we can beat him the second they found out they couldn't i mean including ryan doing it the well, timely my issue with ryan you guys i think i told you guys this off air is so many stories talk about that he wants to run in 2020 so if trump actually wins the general election ryan screwed till basically Possibly, 2024 yeah. so it's in know. ryan's best interest <laughs> i don't know if he'd get more than four no, I'm saying, well, <laughs> but I'm saying he's, if Trump wins, right, then but a lot's going to happen in the next But if Trump story, wins, yeah. I don't think a Republican in 2020 will beat Trump as the incumbent to be the Republican well, nominee. On what Trump did for four right. years, they might be waiting for someone <laughs> like Ryan by that time. You never know. At this point, it looks like there's going to be a split within the party because there's so many people that then you are. Hand the de- then you, you hand the Democrats a win, right? Well, at this point, the Democrats are split just almost Bernie as hard. And, yeah, yeah. You're Because right. there are enough Bernie or Bus people that are going to jump ship who don't trust Hillary at all and they're they're either going to not vote or they'll vote for Trump because just because right. not not necessarily to spite Hillary but because they don't trust her enough and they'd rather go with the unknown variable right. versus the one thing that they know for sure is full of shit. I'm asking you guys this, is it a vote for Donald Trump or is it a vote against politicians? Right now Trump is the person sitting there. Look at Cuban. Cuban is campaigning to be the vice president for either Hillary for or Donald. Yeah. He has said, I will take the call from either one of them if they're both willing to move a little more towards the middle. He feels that Bernie has made Hillary move too right, right. that Donald is fluctuating because of, of different things. 
But I mean, come on. I think there's a lot of people like Cuban that are kind of sitting in the middle saying, can we kind of get to a middle ground where there's so not far right, so far left, right? so dramatic that Trump is. I mean, he's scaring a lot of people. So from, is it a vote then? Okay, yeah. that's what I'm asking. Is this a vote against a politician, not against Hillary? Okay, and Hillary's yeah, got her yeah, issues. Yeah, yeah. But when Trump made his way through, I remember saying this to Holly. It's one thing to lead in polls. It's another thing, because people say, I want someone like me in office. They get then in that booth, they pull that lever, and a lot of times they say, you know what? I don't think I could handle the job, so I'm going to vote for the person that does know. And it wouldn't be Trump. But I said, if Trump gets through the first couple primaries, he will win the Republican nomination. Now, what I'm asking is, when he beat all those people, you guys, was he beating them because he's... Hey, I'm Donald Trump, or is he beating them because, hey, I'm not a politician? It's uh, probably because he's not a politician, people voting against the system. Right. And that's where we're uh, seeing a lot of the uh, the people who are so upset with the system are the same people that were disappointed when the Tea Party didn't pay off on a lot of the promises that they were going to try and do. All they ended up doing was just stalling the whole political process. And then um, now with this election process on the left, you have the Bernie or Bust people who are almost a knee-jerk response where both sides are anti-compromise. Yeah, yeah. There's, compromise. No, there's no compromise coming from either side. The Bernie or Bust people are saying, we aren't willing to come to the middle. This is what we want. And then right. on the other side, you have the Tea Party Republicans saying the exact Jackson. same thing. So really, you have people like Cuban saying, come to the middle, saying we need to get back to an era of compromise if we're going to get anywhere as a, co- as a country. TR, mm-hmm. you look like you got a lot to say. No, no, I was, I was, I think, somewhere in Memphis or Alabama about a month ago, um, and we were at a hotel a day after a Trump rally, which is always interesting when you walk in with a British rock band. <laughs> <laughs> and I was... They were noting clearly how frightening it was, how different really us Americans are compared to. I, well, listen, they know I'm American, and they look. There was nothing in common with these people, right. nothing, zero, and that's the kind of the frightening place where we're at. You keep talking. To, well, you don't keep talking about. We're talking about Trump followers. And if you ever hear them get interviewed, it's it's pretty frightening. And, some, and, some sure, and are, by yeah. the way, same way with Democrats, we go right. to colleges, and they know. They're almost illiterate regarding everything from current affairs to the president's, the whole thing. And that's the thing being with these British guys. They know American history much more than we do. But I felt like I had gone back 15 years. Every It was like, hey, boy, get the bags, that type of stuff with people that are literally just came away very excited from a Trump rally. So we're so different that, first of all, I don't know if the position anymore is for one person. I don't right. know if anybody's qualified to run America by themselves. By themselves. But, you know, that's not where we're at. Would it be a team? Would, you can never get bipartisan. So for me, you know, without getting too heavy, it's just very frustrating because touring and moving around, you do see the voters of each side. The passion is amazing. But their policy, they don't know the policies. Right. They, and what is the attraction of Trump besides someone to them is very powerful, very strong, flamboyant. Mind. Not not in a bad way. I mean, and, he's just very no, and vibrant, to be honest, you know, small hands. They, and they know him from TV. <laughs> they know him from TV. Yeah. When you when you stop and read that, or you learn that the average citizen of the United States reads at a third grade level, the average newspaper in the United States is written at a third to fourth grade level right. for yeah, comprehension. I, I can do that. And you take a look at certain campaigns. If you look at George W. Bush, number two. Yeah. When he ran, they ran him as George Bush. And when they asked his campaign after he finally won, after all the, the complications, there was a part of 
our country that when they surveyed them said, well, I just thought I was voting for him again because he was in the office before. They actually thought they were voting for his dad, not him. Yep. You're forgetting that the average citizen of our country is not you. Yeah. That's that's the, the fact. Or I believe it to be a fact. And I think everybody is guilty of that. Not just right. like, I mean, I, I mean, they're just as guilty of having that belief Leaving that everybody else in the country believes and thinks the same way that they mm-hmm. do. I'll keep this thread going by staying in politics. It's political only in the sense that I, I'm sure we all Instagram and Facebook. Where's the line where at some point you say enough about Trump pro or enough about right. Hillary pro when you have your own friends and you realize you don't have a lot in common and it is a place to be very proud, but you're, you're rethreat, you're, you're rethreading stuff or Re, uh, retweeting, retweeting and, yeah. and all this yeah. stuff, which I, I, the reason I bring it up is my father's very Republican ex minister is conservative and all five of his sons couldn't be f- more different. And he, at the age of 87, or probably 85, he learned Facebook, which was a detriment to us all, <laughs> oh, the falling of civilization. So we had to deal with him re- re- retweeting all these things about Bill O'Reilly and uh, everything he hit. Hannity. Is, and, yeah. yeah. Oh, and that's God. what I'm, I'm going to bring up real quick is our parents, I'm sure we love them, and I love my father, at some point, he he lost brain cells and reconnected to Fox TV twenty four seven. Oh, so right. all his information is on one channel. So all of his morals, his values, his ethics, his everything's biased because he's watching one network that that Abs- reports the yeah. way they only yeah. report. And you have five really, I won't say liberal. I'm going to say open minded because between me and my younger brother yeah, traveling all over, over the world. I got another brother who lives in Germany. I have a gay brother, and we're all open to information. We're not judgmental, and we couldn't have someone more judgmental. That's but apparent. then when we think they're getting really, really biased opinions, and then you have a lot of people in the 70s and 80s that live that way. And by the right. way, that's who I met in Alabama, yeah. people that never get right. off Fox. It's a little bit frightening. So we have someone that we used to respect his opinion. He was very educated you know, worldly, and now it's narrowed down. So that part of me is really, really concerning, right, for me. So that's my little politics. I love it. I love politics. Uh, but we can't go there right now on the line. I'm being told. We, we've been teasing this, and this is something that I'm I'm, I'm so giddy right now. Yeah, founding member. Member? Member. Founding <laughs> member. Everyone out there, if you haven't heard of this band, then you've been living under a rock. Proud to introduce you right now to the drummer of the world-famous band, Metallica. Lars, welcome to Austin. Yeah, man. Hey, hey, all right. This is it. This is, uh, I guess this is like the highlight of the fucking uh, radio show, right? This is this is as big as it gets, right? Yeah, how did you find time? Hey, this is Tom, by the way. I just want to thank you for coming on. Um uh, sure, man. Sure, of course. And uh, how, how'd you find time in the uh, crazy day to get here for us? Honestly, it was um, my manager, um, Pete, told me to call in. I guess there's some relationship between the you show. And Hellboy, and- yeah. Yeah. You and Hellboy, Lars. You and Hellboy. Yeah, yeah. Me, Tom, man. Yeah, of course. Yeah, Hellboy. yeah. I know Hellboy. Yeah. Sure. Well, okay, I've been doing security for Hellboy? like 15 years for you, so I thought, you know. Wait, who's, who's on the phone? Who's this? This is Tom, man. Hellboy, Tom Rob. Yeah. Security. Well, and Doctor Daddy and Sexy Sam. Tom, I don't, I don't know who's Tom. I don't know who Tom. 
I've been doing, I know Tom I've been doing security for you guys for almost uh, fifteen years. You've been you've been doing security for the band. Where did you do security for us? Um, I've been in about sixty countries with you, and I ride on the plane with you. Tom, what's your last name? Uh, Rob. Tom I, Rob. I, I, Hellboy. Hellboy. Think, think of Hellboy. Hold on. Tom Rob. That's wait. This is Hellboy. Yeah, this is Hellboy. Tom, are, are we? Are Tom, we, are you talking to the right person? Are, yeah. Oh my god, guy's been working for me for ten years. I had no idea what the fuck your name was. <laughs> Holy shit! He's got to be your joking. Come on, Rob. That's your. That's your real. Is that like a fucking radio name? That's his real name, yeah, Tom I'm, Rob. I'm, I'm, Do you remember him on stage with you? Security, keeping you safe. Of course, I had no idea what the fuck his name was. I didn't know it was fucking Tom Rob. Yeah, you got two fucking names. Yeah, I, uh, <laughs> Tom and Rob. Yeah. This isn't what I was expect. Um, no, Lars, what's wait, it like wait, right wait, now? Wait, wait, All right, so we know Tr wait, wait, does uh, Hellboy here. Tom Rob does security with one, you. Hold on a second, I gotta ask. So Hellboy, you're, when you're not working for Metallica, you're fucking spinning. Tunes at a radio station on a fucking morning zoo. Huh? <laughs> yeah, is there anything you want to hear? Who's who's on the show? It's Hellboy and who else? We got Doctor Daddy and Sexy Sam. God, so you, Hellboy does a radio show with his daddy. <laughs> Listen, I sound young, but yes, I had him, I had him early. I had him early. Oh my god, I feel terrible. We should be paying you better. Well, actually, fuck? that has crossed my mind, but... Um, <laughs> oh, my God. I, I, Holy I, shit. So, hey, wait, I'm sorry. I, I I really think he might not know who you I are. Know, I seriously think <laughs> he's considering... No, wait, is this I the know. guy that carries my luggage? Is this the guy... Dude, I, I got the shaved head. I got tattoos. I, I sit with you on the plane. Are you, you? So, let me ask you a question. Is my fucking tennis instructor from Copenhagen your sidekick? Like, who's... <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea. I had no idea, man. That's man. That's fucking. That's crazy. I had no idea. Lars, with the new CD coming up, do you think there's an opportunity to pay him more? Then, sure. I mean, I had no idea he was so hard on his luck. I had no idea he was having to play Katy Perry songs <laughs> get through his life. Holy shit! Well, listen, uh, I man. Guess- I, I didn't want to complain to you, but so now that we got that out, maybe we can talk about that a little <laughs> Man, well, I guess um, I guess the only way to end this interview is uh, to say on behalf of me and James, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, sorry. I'm sorry it didn't work out for you. Fuck. Man, well, let, I guess maybe we should hit the road some more. And yeah, can you? More, Let's huh? get going, man, so I can get out of here where people make fun of are me. Are you going to tour? I mean, t- are, you, are you really going to let Hellboy, Hellboy tour with you this time? Because yeah, he tells I us you take him everywhere. Is that true? We're going to do the Help Tom Rob Out tour. Yeah, charity tour so I can was. get paid. Help how, Out Hellboy tour. How are you going to know what so he looks wrong. like? <laughs> I, I know what he looks like. I just had no idea what the fuck his real name was. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my I'm God. I'm the guy who oh does your God. luggage, man. We'll See, just leave Tom, it Tom, for that. a minute there, I thought, I'm thinking I've seen you at a concert. I've seen yeah. you with your headphones on and, and protecting them. 
But I'm thinking maybe you did that just as a show when I was there. It's it's like that gray area of stalker, follow him around, and yeah, I, I look like I belong, so they didn't kick me out of there. Like many of Ron Jeremy's girlfriends, I know exactly what the back of his head looks like. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Man, well, I'm sorry, man, but I got to jump off, man. I had no idea, man. I feel terrible. Let's not make it awkward the next time I see you. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. I think, I think it's way past that at this Lars, point. Lars, how are you going to make it not awkward? I, fuck, I guess maybe slip him a couple hundreds or something. <laughs> okay, right. we got it. You know, it started off funny, but now I'm kind of concerned. I don't I know, have I'm a concerned. job. Like, I don't have anywhere to go. Can it, Sammy, can we kind of reveal? Yeah, we got to reveal the, the, the curtain on this one. This wasn't actually Wait, Lars. Are you, are you saying it's not really Lars? No! <laughs> call it bullshit! That can't be Lars. Come on. Hey, is that Lars telling Tom he's a fucking idiot for doing radio? <laughs> well, I have a feeling Lars would say that, but let's... Uh, Introduce yourself. I don't know. I'm lost. I thought this was Lars. Can we get your true identity? We appreciate your call. Let us uh, let us introduce who you really are. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Gene Simmons. From <laughs> Holy crap! How did Gene? How did you go? How did you learn to do the Lars impression? What? How's that based? Well, you know, I don't know if you're aware of this, but stand-up comedy now is doing arenas, they're doing theaters, they're making lots of money. So I've decided we're going to do stand-up comedy to make a couple extra bucks. So <laughs> Kiss is going to be going on tour. We're the first band to ever invent stand-up comedy. <laughs> so Kiss, Gene, you're going to come out, story. do stand-up, and then go put the makeup on and sing. Well, did you know, this is a true story, and you can Google this, when Kiss took off our makeup on the Lick It Up album, everyone looked at us and said, that is fucking hilarious, and that started stand-up comedy. Boom, right there. <laughs> Gene Simmons. So you're the yep. inventor of com That's amazing. It is, man. And That's he right. sounds a lot like Donald Trump, too. <laughs> right. Hey, actually, do you mind if I, can I plug something? Please. Yeah, yeah. If you missed any part of this interview, with Lars Ulrich or with myself. Guess what? It's available for download for twenty nine ninety five at kissonline.com. <laughs> I love it, Gene. Thank you so much for joining us today. I didn't know it was you, and I love the fact you just wrote Tom pretty hard there. I love Tom. I love the show. You guys keep doing what you're doing, and bring me in when you're ready to monetize it, okay? Deal. <laughs> Deal. Thank, thank you, Gene. Thank, thank you, man. All right. All I right. don't even know what to think anymore, guys. <laughs> so at this point, we we usually have a segment we, we call Celebricate, which is kind of like celebrity etiquette. Right. But I'm still confused about the whole Gene Simmons thing. Yeah, what's the yeah. etiquette that goes behind <laughs> getting pranked by a celebrity? Yeah. <laughs> you know, we talk about etiquette by a celebrity or etiquette when you're with celebrities. Oh. Uh, you guys are not going to believe this. I am looking at my phone. I just got a text from my good friend, Craig Gass, who ironically does really good voices. He's a comedian, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah he does. Uh, he's been on Howard Stern, does voices on Family Guys. All I got was a, a bunch of emojis. This is actually a turd one. I don't know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> but he said, gotcha. What? So oh. that means the voices of Lars... And Gene Simmons, where Craig Gass fucking with my somewhat of a career here. 
He's uh, really good. Yeah, he, I was yeah. convinced. That was amazing. I, I was a little confused. He didn't know me, but that's my ego. So uh, with Lars, you mean? Yeah. Oh God, dog. Okay. Well, so you guys need to to hear some of his voices. Where um, can people find him? He's uh, Craig Gas with two S's at Facebook and dot com and Twitter and Instagram, YouTube. Yeah, and he's all over. He do, does rock shows all the time. That's how I originally met him. He's kind of the comedian and voices to the stars. So we want to thank him, I think. <laughs> but uh, he got us. Well, thank you for listening, at least. <laughs> I do. You know, one of the things we're, we're kind of struggling with is is just this so much reality TV, which I right. think you know how I feel about reality TV. Yep. But we're thinking about the whole word celebrity, and there's a super huge gray area of what is an entertainer, celebrity. Back in the day when we grew up, man, if someone could sing, they were an entertainer. Right. Now, if you have a bad housewife show, you're technically a celebrity. So we're we're kind of wondering all our viewpoints on is that a celebrity? Is do you see? Okay, then. Because in order for me to give feedback, do you guys see a difference between a celebrity and a star? I do see a difference yeah. between, yeah. to me, and I, you know, listen, adult content's fun, but they're not, yeah. to me, they're not stars. Yeah. They're adult entertainers. You have your legends. You have your Nikki Hunters, your Nikki Benz, your Christy Canyons, oh. your Debbie Diamonds. They are- You just um, went down my list of favorites. <laughs> so- Did, she di- did you say- Debbie Diamond. Oh, yeah, yeah, Debbie Diamond. Um, and, and, you know, maybe a couple others that, that you could think of. Nina Hartley. Oh, yeah. Of, yeah, and these are people that, uh, when I used to be at SiriusXM- with Playboy that had shows on Spice and Radio Sex, as well as Playboy with Nikki Hunter. Obviously, the last 20 years has been a phenomenon. No one expected Big Brother and all these shows right. to continue. The writer's strike, I, I think, if you go really back, yeah. had yeah. a lot to do yeah, with that. Yeah. Hollywood writers, you need us. Want to bet? Yeah. And sadly, it hurt yeah. the writers, the actors, no, the producers, all those. A lot of friends that are actors that mm-hmm. suffered, and they are more, you know, pissed off than anybody right. that all of a sudden someone who had a nice sitcom or shows right. and you can argue with whether that's talent or not i certainly do think it is but now they're walking, sitcom absolutely yeah, oh, yeah. No, and acting in general i yeah. don't care if it's soap opera i agree with you yeah. it's talent. It's, it's, yeah. being a star means that you have to perform yes. you have to put on a show either as an athlete yeah. or as right. a, uh, as an entertainer celebrity means you just show up good point like I, I, I look at Paris Hilton as that's a celebrity. Yeah. She right. just shows up and, and she's Paris Hilton. The Kardashians. Yeah, the Kardashians. Yeah, they you. show up. They're celebrities. But if you want to be a star, you have to have something to contribute. You have to have added something to An the artist, site, to the culture. An artist, whether it's music or Completely like you, TR drawing. Acting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What we were talking about. There's such a separation of. There's a reason there's 160 channels because right. there's yeah. only about four that keep my attention. Yes, and to other people, that that variety is perfect. So then, when you look around here, and uh, Holly and I don't go out as much as we used to, and when I was single, I went out a lot, and that's when reality, you know, these people. I'm not calling them stars. These reality entertainers, for lack of a better word, thought they were huge. Yeah. And they'd, they'd move, you know, whether we bought a table or not. And, and we were, my friends and I were allowed in because we knew people. We took the time to build relationships. So what I did for work, people knew, you know, treating, I used to work in cancer and HIV and consulted and blah, blah, blah. But took the time to get to know the security, the lady at the door. Kind of the proper Vegas, New York way, how they did it right. in the 50s. You handshake, yeah. handshake you acknowledge, tip. and yes. then you progressively, Respect. yeah. Absolutely. But then you had these, like you said, big brother or real world people walking the front of the line expecting to get in, and they said, who are you? 
don't you know who I am? There you go. And you said this, TR, in a show once. If someone says, don't you know who I am, the first thing you do is, do you know who you are? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're the guy not getting it. Right. right. Yeah. yeah. So, and there was a point, uh, SBE owns a lot of clubs here in LA, and they have the SLS Hotel in Miami and South Beach. Uh, and in Vegas and hide around. Anyhow, they stopped letting any celebrity entertainers in that went to the front of the line. If they waited in line, they were fine. But yes. if they thought that gave them privilege, I respected them more. I started spending more. So instead of going to get a table with my friends, oh, you had to buy your way in? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Because I'm not a star. Yeah. yeah. You know, and with what I do now, yes, I have notoriety now with my wife. But still, we wait in a line. Unless we're doing a, a, an appearance there, we wait in line. Right. And that's just respect. I mean, really, it's not just uh, it's not putting yourself ahead of anybody else. And people who recognize you respect right. you more for just being down to so. earth and being a part of the the crowd. We were being ushered in. I don't know if I told you guys this. We were being ushered into a club because of traffic was so bad. We were we weren't late for the appearance and what we had to do on stage hosting, but it was late in the fact that they needed us there about twenty minutes beforehand. Right. But the the driver bringing us in couldn't get us in. And we're running back or we're running by all these people in line. It's kind of dark and they didn't see it was myself and Holly. And somebody said, hey, who do those people think they are getting in? I stopped. I turned around. I shook their hand and I said, you know what? You're right. And I apologize. I have to be in there to do something. But the minute I'm done, if you're still in line, I'm going to come out and wait with you. And Because like you said, Sexy yeah. Sam, I, do I feel important? I do in my own home because I have value. But in the big picture, yes, I was getting paid to be there. But it doesn't make me better than anybody else. Of course. It doesn't make me better than anybody else. No, and there's a, that's actually a nice approach, and it probably humbled him. And he Yeah, then he recognized like, oh, who I was yeah, and said, well, oh, my God. And I said, know, no, no, no. just the fact you were polite. Yeah, I stopped. Yeah. I, I, I'm a hugger. You guys know that. Yeah. I said, can I give you a hug? You're right. And the only reason this is happening is, and oh, my God, you don't have to explain yourself. You're yeah, my. Yeah, yeah. No, I do have to explain myself because yeah. you have the right to ask the question. Right. I agree. And here's the thing. Most times you can only wish that when you get a chance to bump into a celebrity or meet somebody who's a star, that they're going to be as gracious as that. Yeah. That's the problem is that a lot of these times, especially with the uh, I've noticed with the uh, reality TV show stars that they start to get the attitude like their shit doesn't stink. And they think that they are entitled to these. No, things, absolutely. And they put themselves over everybody else. I, and was, that's, I that's was at a, a small private show in San Francisco and upstairs. And, and basically, you're not going to believe, it was someone from Storage Wars. Really? That really? was copying attitude, and I heard him say, he doesn't know who I am. And I literally, it took everything I had not just to bitch slap that dude. I was <laughs> like, do you know who you are? Right. You're on Storage Wars. And that's great. That's awesome. Good for you. But you're at a very high event here, right. and there's, I mean... Green Day and all these people were visiting as guests, and they weren't being treated any right. better than you, yet you were very demanding to waitresses, and I had people coming up to me going, what a dick, and I go, who is he? And they're like, he's on storage, which meant absolutely nothing. Not to yeah. I didn't even know that was a show. Yeah, I've had people come up and comment about a show we did recently, the three of us, and you commented how down to earth and real Orlando Bloom was. Yeah. I was actually going to bring that up again, yeah. Because you, yeah. you brought up, and he, oh, listen, I'm sorry. Well, he didn't drop his name, Not that's once. why we moved forward. And someone says, oh, you just let Orlando Bloom in. And I said, no, I let the person was incredibly polite right. yeah. and, and waited for my moment instead of him going, we need it now. And do you know who I am? Never said it, right. no. And, that's what, and they said they were never a huge Orlando Bloom fan. They heard, And that itself, I don't care what type of celebrity you are, can take you over the top and, or put you on a level in some instances. Oh, yeah. 
Do you guys remember what Mark Cuban said? And again, I'm going to go back to Cuban now that he's a say-all, but he's been talking a lot in the media the last couple months. Oh, yeah. When the $1.5 billion uh, mega ball. Oh, yeah. And he said, I want to tell you this. If you win it and you're unhappy today, you're going to be unhappy tomorrow. That's the truth. Money won't give you happiness. It can make life easier because you pay your bills. But if you're happy today, you'll be happy tomorrow. And he said also this. Don't think you know how to manage it. Hire a professional money manager. Hire yeah. a professional attorney. Get you know referrals from because yeah. now you're not you're not talking about a few million dollars. You're if one person won it, you're oh, yeah. you're yeah, close yeah, to a yeah, billion yeah, dollars. Yeah, yeah. yeah, three quarters of a billion dollars. Right. And so with a hundred million dollars, Holly and I have often talked about that. You know, a you got taxes. B you don't buy a fifty million dollar house or a tw- I, t- I tell this to my buddies that are athletes after they get drafted. That money's only some of it's guaranteed. Yeah. So you had a $20 million signing uh, bonus. Well, for NFL, for sure. NFL, yeah. oh, absolutely. Yeah, uh, the other sports, uh, baseball, basketball, basketball has, yeah, those are right. guaranteed yeah. deals. But NFL, yeah. You but have, a $10 million so dollar house, you guys, has $10 million in upkeep. Yeah, meaning, yep. you know, gardening, power, electricity, water, gas, all that kind of stuff. So I would invest smart in real estate, get a money manager. But, but you're my, right, who do you trust? Well, my point is this guy had... Ten of the top people in the music business, and they trust him. And there's his referrals. He yep. went to Harvard, yep. whatever it Look is. Bernie Madoff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, and we talk about a lot of the uh, programs on Viceland, but also the thirty for thirty documentary. Broke. We saw the broke one, and yeah. we saw just how many athletes, NFL, NBA, within a it couple years, seventy five percent. Yeah, Scotty Pippen, six Five. yachts by the way, but yeah. you needed because everyone needs six yachts, right? Yeah, and uh, Latrell Sprewell was the big mm-hmm. one. He was like, I need to feed mm-hmm. my kids, and he turned down a fifteen million dollar mm-hmm. contract. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of players out there that try to live up to the standards of everybody else around them, but then they forget that they actually do need to find some measure of responsibility. The best thing I learned from that was don't let your agent be your financial advisor. Right. Don't let your right. financial advisor be your lawyer. Should recheck out each. You ever hear what Oprah, and I'm not a huge Oprah yeah. fan, but there's one thing she said that rings true. She signs all of her own checks. Yeah. She yeah. trusts nobody. Because, like you said, if you count on the same person to do all of it, there's no checks and balances. Yeah. So, Tom, tell me real quick, what are some uh, like other musicians that had everything at, the ha- at their hands but then just blew it all financially? I know the Hammer. Uh, MC went, Hammer. MC Hammer yeah. back in the day in the 90s went bankrupt. Vanilla Ice. Yeah, Vanilla Ice. Uh, uh, some other musicians that you may have worked with or that you've noticed that went through this and yeah, had to figure out a way to, to get yeah, back. Name people I know, but I know that, uh, you know, the lead singer of Creed supposedly went bankrupt. He, he had some That's right. some other issues going on, but I think even right wow. after they had broken up, which still you would assume had there had been plenty of money sure. at that time, that he was bankrupt and losing houses in foreclosure. Didn't he just get picked up or he was under consideration another band was going to pick him up to sing? Uh, yeah, I heard like that. that no. uh, Stone Temple Pilots, I S-T-P? think. Yeah, well. Or either that or Allison Chains. I can't remember. It, I think I, it was STP. STP, he yeah. He has a very similar voice. He yeah. had that kind of almost Pearl Jam thing going in. Oh, yeah. yeah. STP came off like kind of a knockoff Pearl Jam yep. thing, so I could see that. But I actually saw a festival that I'm doing with another band that he's actually going to be there at just hmm. doing his stuff, and I think he just kind of does the Creed stuff. Yeah, yeah. I don't know who the crowd would be. It'd more be like NASCAR and WWE and stuff like that. <laughs> loyal But like the Nickelback the thing, yeah. and it's like – are we mad at their success? Or are we mad hey, at their the look? What's the nickel bashing? What is? Somebody it's explain huge. to me nickel bashing. I, think one, yeah, I, I wouldn't some. even know where Why? to start. I don't know anybody in my community that will give them an 
any credit whatsoever. And they, he, I understand. I'm just telling you. I, I'm just saying because I don't know. Like shaking hands, I think is what you know that song, shaking hands. Yeah. Because everyone tastes the same in the back of a Benz. He's lost me on that one. It's yeah, it, I, I, yeah. I, I, I know they have some very singable songs. What happened? Well, it's, it's like my point was sorry. No, with Creed, it was the same thing. Right. No one wanted to admit how big they were. It was like envy, jealousy. What was it by others? Well, Sam had a great point when you you're on the top of a mountain and you're standing like Christ. Being We're pinned the wide there. open. Yeah, <laughs> wide open. Yeah, you know, it it uh, people would. And the funny thing is, while they were hating him, we were doing sellout shows. Oh yeah, right. You know, sellout shows. So were there the was, fans hating him, or was inside? Well, not the his business. fans. No, no, right. no. no, no. It was, right. One of those things is like a moped. You know, no one admits to having one, but was it like the <laughs> WWF versus WCW? You belong to one of the brands. Yeah, and the funny thing is, those bands actually did like each other. Right. Um, yeah, I was kind of caught in the middle on that one because um, I have no personal issues against Scott at all. Right. Um, from at Creed. the time, no, not at all. Who's not you? I remember you introduced us to him. He's very yeah, nice. yeah. But the other guys, I had a lot in common with. I right. spent more time with uh, Mark Tremonti, who wrote most of the songs. <laughs> but yeah. I think somewhere in the camp, we were just talking about camps. I think somewhere in the camp said. It's not hurting us to be thought as this because it was bringing some people, people from in. the south. Yes, oh yeah, and and they liked what it stood for, but there was no actions being done in that <laughs> yeah. band that was Christian, like you know, at that time. The and they weren't. They were just straight. Quick. Yeah, and Mark was writing the songs, and it wasn't about yeah Christianity. But I, I don't think they wanted to ostracize anybody. But I don't think they were promoting that. Right. Either I think that was kind of out in the that air. Was just and there. Yeah, go against it. Because we hear about uh, athletes a lot. Tyson, you know, you named a lot of the basketball players. Football here and there. Baseball, you don't. Well, I know Lenny Dykstra. Oh yeah. Jose Canseco. Oh yeah. You know that, that that's where some of them like Canseco becomes what I call a star whore. You know, he's looking to do oh, yeah. anything yeah. to make money. Yeah. Guys, I love being off stage with you two. How about uh, this? Is and I, and I hate to say it, I think it's one of the funnest things we do. Yeah. Who would you toss? Okay, yeah. This is how we close out the show. Oh, yeah. you toss? I got a quick one, but go. I yeah. Mine, I just read about two seconds ago. So I had a whole line of people I wanted to because you know me. I'm the frustrated <laughs> UFC guy, and yep. I, I, I follow the sports thing. And these flip flopping announcers are, are killing me. With you know, basketball right now, three and zero, oh, and then they lose a game. Yep. And yeah, oh, I told you they lose. And I can't even watch ESPN in the morning anymore yep. just because of these shows. But I just read a really interesting article, so I'm. I am tossing Bank of America. Oh, I went with I went with Target, a company on our last show. You yeah, yeah, I'm going to go with Bank right. of America because in, outside of Tampa, there was a couple that had purchased a house, really nice house, for cash. No ties to Bank of America except for they had a checking and sure. savings guy. So they, they were trying, yeah, yeah, they paid cash. So they're done and they're excited and uh, found out they're being foreclosed by Bank of America for no apparent reason whatsoever. So cuz they paid cash. Yeah, so yeah. now they have to fight the fact that there's letters on their door every time right. they come home saying you're about to lose your house. So long story short, this went on for 5 months, lawyer fees, just the fear of government, you know, yeah. or some a corporation right. that big. I mean, if I arrested that and they were completely wrong, you're still nervous about losing your house, going to jail, the whole thing. Oh yeah. So they got a lawyer they got some people involved, and at the five-month period, they showed up at Bank of America, and they had police and a moving van. No just, way. Just like they would if 
they came to your house. Wow. So they went in with the, the deputy, with the jurisdiction, and walked into the office and basically said, you owe these people this month for the lawyer fees, and if we don't get it today, we're taking your furniture, we're taking wow. your computers. Wow. So they it was three hours of them shaking their boots, and they ended up cutting a check for the balance of what they had to pay for lawyers for and the moving van and all the money they had to use for police time. Yep. Wow. And they cut a check just because... They wanted wow. to foreclose on a house that they had no tie to. Wow. What, about, right. what about you? Sexy Sam, well, yeah. Uh, what about well, you? we were talking about uh, uh, broadcasters, sportscasters, talking about that stuff. I'm actually going to throw out right. some NBA officials because oh, yeah. the playoffs, the officiating has been a joke. Yeah. It's been a nightmare watching these games. Though yep. More than one game has been decided by bad officiating, and it's swayed the complexion of the series in more than one case Wh- so which, far. Which? The Sa- San Antonio series. Okay. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. There was a, one play where it was 13 seconds left on the clock, and there were five mistakes yeah, made yeah, by the refs that should, the, yeah. the NBA themselves had to own up to yeah. and admit, yeah, this is what we did wrong. Now, here's the big change. I will give the NBA a world of credit for this. Under David Stern, they never acknowledged mistakes unless they were atrocious. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Nowadays, they're acknowledging every mistake. It's like they're taking, a, uh, they're adding a new level of transparency with their officiating and all that stuff, and it makes it so that they have more credibility. Right. Well, they right. also have referees as announcers that yeah. they use as yeah. part of their board, right? You know, that right. stand Steve, there. Steve Javi and, yeah, is one that any I heard. tough call, they kind of go yep. to him before. NFL does that. I like that. Yeah. I think. In our age, we've watched everything from the bad boys of Detroit and Boston and Lakers. Oh, yeah. And we're trying to keep up with the changes just by watching as a fan. It gets a little confusing where the ticky-tacks and the aggressive offensive charging. And And the flopping. Yeah, the flopping is a tough thing to watch. So. Yeah. And, and I just happened to watch the 30 for 30 that showed the bad boys of Detroit. How physical they were. So the game has changed. So as a fan, we kind of got to grow, too. Yep. And figure out. Just tell us what the rules are. We're fine, but it's confusing if we watched thirty thirty last night oh, with yeah. Detroit and watch the game now. It's a different game. Did I miss it? Didn't LeBron try to claim a foul when he threw his hand back and he hit his own teammate? Yeah, no, one of his own teammates yeah, hit, him hit him and he flopped and he back flopped. like it was a gunshot. Yeah, yeah. And to, to me, that tells you how fake it is yeah, because of course, of course. It, yeah. it was his own teammate hitting him. Yeah. All right, so I'm gonna. I agree with both of you guys right there. By the way, I'm gonna toss the medium. Oh, good. I'm going to wow, toss the media easy. over. That's, that's, a that's a big gun you're going to no, be using. I know. I'm going to need both of you guys yeah. to help me throw them off. The f- it's funny because I was about to, too. So the Egyptian air you. crash. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. Okay. okay. I'm not saying it was. I'm not saying it wasn't terrorism, but nobody knows. And what did everyone jump on first? Okay. I, I just want the media to stop. That's why I yeah. say talk. Let's start over again, guys. Media, let's start reporting facts. Yeah. And when we don't have facts, let's say we're not sure. Yeah. It could be this or it could be that. The problem is that they also, it's the length of time they spend on reporting on that story. When you spend hours and hours reporting on one story, you're going to be likely to just come up with something that isn't. Say, right. Yeah, we, yep. we just need to extend this segment as long as possible. Yep. So here's some random fact that might or might not be true. Right. It's... It, Really, all they have to do is just make it more concise. This is all we know right now. Let's move on to the next story yeah. until we find That's more information. Such a good point. I was at dinner with three other security guys that came in from Germany, and they brought that up on Friday. And I just looked down. I, I honestly said, guys, no comment. Right. I said, by the time we meet on Tuesday, it's going to be completely different. Yeah. We're right. going to have a lot of information. It's just this rush to need to know anything. 
right? It's it, God forbid something happens, it's going to happen. But I agree with both of you what you're saying. Let's all slow down. But you can make your decisions on all the information, right. but it's not the first information. It's the most valid. Most and what, yeah. I do want to tell you guys this, though. I, uh, when we're looking at who we toss, I'm getting, I'm not tossing mine anymore. I want to toss Bank of America. <laughs> I'm down with that, seriously. Yeah, I, I want to toss Bank of America. I got screwed by them years ago, too. So, yeah, let's yeah, throw them so, out. So, yeah. in my opinion, I like who I had, but I like yours more. Yeah, that be sure. a, I agree. Let's get them. Let's yeah. just toss them. Yeah. Okay. Let's toss them. That's who I would toss. Sexy Sam. Yo. Hellboy. Want to thank Craig Gass again for con and spunking, funking, punking, messing with us. Don't forget to go check them out at CraigGass.com. That's two S's. Craig Gass, all over social media. Incredible, and you never know what will happen off stage. We'll see you next week.